Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're rounding out with day three of our The Out of Balance Believer devotional. In the Bible app, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 4 through 8, and they say this. Then he went alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, and the food gave him enough strength uh, to travel for 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. The devotional says this, Nothing is as it seems when we are fatigued. Amen. Tasks that are easy become difficult. Innovation and creativity go out the window. Confusion replaces sound judgment. And erratic emotions drive irrational thoughts and behavior. The story of Elijah is a perfect example of what can happen when we become exhausted and unbalanced. One day, he was slaying prophets of the idol ball. And the next day, he was begging God to take his life. I like Elijah. He was a hard worker. I relate to him. Obviously, I am not a prophet who is called to destroy idol-worshiping sinners, but I know what it's like to exhaust myself. Elijah was a strong, courageous man who had the favor of God upon his life, but he was also human, and we humans get tired. That was Elijah's state when he fled into the desert after receiving word that Jezebel, King Ahab's wife, vowed to kill him for abolishing Baal's prophets. Scripture says Elijah ran for his life and came to Beersheba, where he left his servant before traveling another day's journey into the wilderness. Beersheba was over 80 miles away. I don't know if Elijah ran the entire 80 miles, but I suspect he kept a good pace. Then, to continue for another day upon reaching Beersheba, Elijah had to be worn out. We get a glimpse of this when we are told he collapses under a juniper tree. We learn of his distorted mental state when he asked God to take his life. Mm. Elijah was out of balance. He was physically tired, emotionally exhausted, and spiritually depleted. His situation seemed hopeless until an angel of the Lord arrived with a warm baked cake and a bottle of cold, refreshing water. Only four words were spoken, get up and eat. Elijah ate, and then he took another nap. Sounds pretty good. (laughs) The angel showed up again with bread and water and instructed Elijah to get up and eat. The story goes on to say that Elijah was strengthened and traveled for 40 days and nights. He finished his assignment. All he needed was rest and nourishment. Sometimes the best ways to restore balance are the simplest. Pray and rest and then get up and eat. 
If you are feeling like Elijah, God wants you to know he loves you. He will not leave you and he will give you strength. Yeah, this is so practical and so needed. Mm -hmm. It made me think of this book that we'll link in the description. It's a book called At Your Best by Carrie Newoff. Mm -hmm. And basically this book helps you determine your zones. You have a red zone, a yellow zone, and a green zone. And these zones help you determine like when you're at your most productive or your most creative. And so, for example, a lot of us experience that, say, from 9 to 11 a.m. Some of us are like night owls and we get that from like 9 to 11 p.m. And so it's important to make sure that your most important work is done in your green zone. Mm-hmm. And then the whenever you're kind of tired or you're fatigued or you're kind of falling off, mm-hmm. you do the kind of the red zone work, which is maybe yeah. responding to an email or stuff like that. Yeah. But the, the main point of it is to know yourself. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine years ago, and he said that it's important to have a PhD in your wife because you should know what frustrates her. You should know what makes her tick. You should know these yeah. things. You should study her. You should have an idea of how to best serve her. <clears throat> but it's the same for yourself. Mm-hmm. We need to know ourselves, And that's not to say that we're going to live underneath like, oh, I'm this, therefore I'm only going to act this way. Because God yeah. will renew our spirit where we soar on the wings like eagles, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's important to know when we are weak how to be refreshed yeah. through rest, through prayer, through eating, through uh, um, meeting up with community of believers, through whatever that may be. Yeah. It's important to know those times when we are weak and how to push forward because yeah. a lot of us are just burning the candle at both ends. I'm speaking to myself here and we just run and run and run until we faint, just like what Elijah did. Mm-hmm. And then that's when those intrusive thoughts come. Yeah, That's when the negativity comes. That's when the fear of failure comes. That's when the fear of man comes. Yeah. And so it's so important to know when you're at your best, but also when you're at your worst and what to do when you're at your worst. Yeah. And I mean, it comes back to the devotional yesterday when I was talking about when did Satan tempt Jesus Mm -hmm. when he was tired, when he was hungry. Right. And it's like, turn these stones into bread. Well, is bread inherently bad? No, it's not inherently bad, but Jesus responded with truth because he is truth. Like he knows the scripture. And so I think for us, it's like, man, okay, if we watch this play out in the Bible where it's like, when did Satan feel like he had the best chance to tempt Jesus? Mm -hmm. Then we have to think about it in our own life of like, okay, well, when is Satan going to tempt us the most? It's going to be when we're weak, when we're tired, when we're exhausted, when we're not taking the rest that Jesus gave us, Mm. right? And it's like, we say this all the time. It's like Sabbath was a gift to us. Do we take advantage of the gift that has been given or do we push it off to the side because we think that our work is more important than the rest that God has for us? And then we don't take advantage of the rest and then we wonder why we're burnt out, why we're exhausted, why we feel depleted, why we feel out of balance. And God's like, because you're not taking advantage of the gift of rest that I so freely gave you you're not honoring it and it's a conviction to to me because we don't always take it it's a little bit mm-hmm. hard to do like a full-blown sabbath with a um a little, a little baby because obviously he like needs taken care of but um but yeah it's like we so often just avoid rest avoid rest avoid rest keep pushing keep pushing keep pushing we live in this like hustle get it done culture stay busy because it's a badge of honor and it's like man 
That's not how God created us to live. And when we think about it, he didn't create us to live that way because he knows if we live that way, we're going to fall into temptation way more often than if we actually take the rest because then we won't be left in that state of exhaustion because we will be filled and operating from a place of rest. Yeah. And in our weakened state, we make some funny decisions. Oh my goodness. And of for course, sure. there's obviously that trigger warning earlier from this devotional about what Elijah said and how he felt about himself. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I just want to just remind us all that whether you're going through a breakup or you got fired from work, you got a terrible grade in school, uh, you you had a friend breakup or your friend's not inviting you somewhere. I don't know. There's, Whatever, there's yeah. a thousand different mm-hmm. examples of what can pull out the worst in us. Those are the times that we have to be the most careful because he will, the enemy will come to you in your weakened state, just like what Victoria was saying when he came to Jesus. And he'll tempt you with that thing that you'd most want. Just like if I just fasted for 40 days, what do you think I want? Carbs. Like load me up on some carbs, pizza maybe. And it's just one of those things that whenever you are in that weakened state, you're going to have those intrusive thoughts come in, but you're also going to have maybe the thing you wanted so deeply come in front of you, but you're going to have to give something else up to get it. And it may be you have to say, if you really want a relationship, it could be that you're going to overlook some red flags. Mm-hmm. That way you just don't feel the loneliness of being alone. Yeah. Want to pray something out? Do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you that you know us best father you know the way in which we should operate so that we don't get to these places of complete and utter exhaustion father i pray that you would remind us to rest when we need to rest to lie down and then to get up and eat and nourish ourselves so that we can live this well-balanced life father i pray that you open our eyes to those small temptations and the big temptations that we face on a daily basis father that we would see them for what they really and truly are father i pray that you give us the courage the self-discipline to say no when we need to say no to say yes when we need to say yes father i pray that you would help us resist the temptations of the enemy you say that when we tell the enemy that he must flee in your name, he must flee, Father. So thank you that we get to operate in the authority of Jesus Christ, that you always give us a way out, that we no longer have to be yoked to the slavery of sin, but that we get to be yoked to your spirit, Father. Thank you that we no longer have to live in darkness, but that we can live in your light. What a blessing. What a privilege, what an honor. We thank you for this, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget to love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tot scenes.